What is up, everyone? It is Wednesday night, so you know what that means. Another edition of the Buffalo Blitz right here on the Built-in Buffalo Network, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitter. As always, and as always, our live shows on all three of those platforms. I'm DiBiase. Peter, you can follow me. I'm Peter DiBiase. You can follow me on Twitter at DiBiase. Peter, I will follow you back as always. Once again, we have another edition of the Buffalo Blitz, and I'm so excited for another episode. I know I know it's summer, and I know everyone's doing their own thing, so I appreciate everyone that is coming in, checking it out. But as always, if you missed the, the live show, you can rewatch it on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, but it also comes out into a podcast form tomorrow morning on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your normal podcast. Comment sections are all are always open as tonight make sure you like make sure you comment on facebook you can love you did not know you could do that but facebook you can love you can like and you can comment but without further ado we're bringing on our guests as always we're, this is this is a very interesting one because we usually we haven't geared towards this kind of topic but i'm excited for it and i'm hopefully you guys are excited for it maybe ask some good questions but we're bringing on tiktoker and chef sup chef how are you doing tonight my man i'm awesome man thanks thanks for having me on the show i'm, I'm uh I was watching the intro. I was getting getting pretty hyped up, to be honest. <laughs> no, I the intro is fun to watch. It's yeah. It's shout out to Dave Myers, founder of Built in Buffalo. He made that one. But guys, comment sections open. You can ask any questions you want, or just make a statement if you want. Uh, what's up, Ronald? Hope you're having a good good night, man. Appreciate you coming on, checking out Built in Buffalo. But before we get into some questions from Bills talk, we'll be talking some food, as you see by the title. But we'll also be talking some Bills because training camp is. Literally right around the corner. Uh, veterans report on Saturday, but where can where can everyone find you? Social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Just where can everyone find you so they can check you out? Yeah, every, everything's pretty much at, at Subchef. Sometimes at Subchef underscore. But if you if you if you get at, at Subchef, I'm I'm pretty much there. I'm I'm creating content everywhere like YouTube, uh, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, I just said that twice. Pinterest. <laughs> The Facebook, the whole thing, anywhere that you can basically put videos on the internet is where I'm at. So at Subchef. Yeah, guys, make sure you guys follow him everywhere. Great. If you love food, love bills, put it together and you got food bills. You got Buffalo bills and food together. What's up, Ron? Right. You have a good night, man. Thank you, Dr. Z. That's my nickname according to Brian from Breaking Tables. I don't know how I feel about the nickname. I'm liking the nickname, but we'll roll with it for a little while. But let's get into some. Get into some food first. So we'll start with we'll start with a simple question. So, man, how did you get into the food world? Was it when you were younger, older? Just how, what was your story getting into the food industry and the food world? Yes, yeah, um, you know, I grew up in a small, like Italian American family in uh, uh, a small town and outside of Buffalo called Brant, New York. And you know, just like most Italian American families, like food is just like a big part of the family. Everything is you know, revolved around a meal. And, you know, I didn't really understood, you know, I didn't really understand that it excited me or that it was important to me until uh, I, I was getting into high school. I sucked at math. I sucked at pretty much every subject. Um, and I knew that I wasn't going to play, you know, quarterback or point guard. So I had to find something, you know, and, and I, and I went to like a vocational program and just started cooking. And I was like, man, I, so somehow I'm, I'm like talented or naturally kind of gifted or understand this a little bit. And I was like, kind of became obsessed with being, you know, trying, trying to be the best at it, I guess. And um, yeah. And then that's, that's how it started. And then I was like, man, I just, I want to be the best chef possible. And I did that for many years, probably like 10 years almost. Uh, mm -hmm. And then started making food videos on the internet. And now, now we're here. So you went to culinary school or you did not go to culinary school. Yeah, yeah, I went to like a two-year, uh, okay. like BOCES program, but then I went to two years at like Niagara Falls Culinary Institute, uh, which is here in like the Buffalo area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so culinary, yeah, a couple years. Yeah, man, well, that's so. When you first started, like obviously when you graduated and all that stuff, you got out of culinary school. Like, what was your what was your first job? Like, like because I'm assuming you didn't work as like a head chef right away. That's just not how no, any, yeah, any job yeah. works. Like what was your first job and all that stuff? Well, I was actually working for a chicken, a chicken catering company called Shabetta's, which is I'm sure if the people that listen to this podcast, they know Shabetta's it's a, uh, a Buffalo institution um, founded mm -hmm. in Brant, New York, just like me. 
And um, so I had a little bit of experience uh, going into culinary school. But then when I came out of culinary school, up until this last couple of years, like I've worked in, in like basically the golf industry. So in like hotels and resorts and country clubs and stuff all, all over the country. Um, I barely really worked in Buffalo, actually. I traveled a lot all across the country. Um, I worked at golf resorts like the Greenbrier and the Vintage Club. Um, I was a private chef for a CEO who was a big golf guy. So yeah, like majority of my life's been like super focused on like the golf world. Not very good at golf, but uh, that's kind of what I've done for the last, like I said, like probably 10 years. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of how I found you on TikTok. So because <sighs> with this, I'm assuming we're, we're going to get to the TikTok. Did you ever, because you have almost, you told, I said over 900,000 followers, but you're almost, you almost had a million followers and on TikTok. And you said off air that would you gain 50,000 followers on TikTok this week, which is, which is something. Um, yeah. 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 50 K like in a week. Um, so yeah. Yeah. It was just, it's been a crazy week. That's for sure. Did you ever think you'd become like just a food TikTok? Is cause, cause that's your full job right now. Right. Like, I think I saw that in a video. Like you're a full. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just making, yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize it was, I don't know. I guess like I, a, I didn't know that it was really like a reality. Um, like a job platform. You know? <laughs> at, at, at the most, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't know the business behind it um, when I started, of course. So, uh, you know, getting into it and having to kind of learn it. Um, now I realize, like, I kind of just like, yeah, it's it's crazy. People like are like, how do you make money? It's almost every everybody I talk to. Is, I'm like, I make food videos on the internet. The yeah. follow up questions like, how how do you make money? Yeah. So um, basically, it's like because of the channels got to the size that it is. It's like there's companies that really want to create advertisements on my channel. So then that's how like I make money is through advertising and then like I get paid from TikTok and stuff like that. Okay. So it's kind of like a lot. There's a lot of different revenue streams. I also make like videos for like non-food companies and stuff like that or consulting and stuff like that. So I do kind of a lot. It's like a small business. I, I do a lot to try to figure this out and <laughs> make it work. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been awesome. And I've, I've been pretty fortunate up to, up to this point at least. Because so. yeah, like you're not the prototypical like TikTok because like everyone thinks of it. Yeah, no, 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 someone no, that just, no, someone no. that someone that's dancing, someone that's doing all that fun stuff. And a lot of people don't like TikTok. It's just because I don't know, they think they have some sort of ego They're And obviously they're, it's a younger generation. It's my generation. It's more closer. It's my generation, sure. it, but yeah. becoming a food TikToker, like you said, there wasn't, there's not a lot of, obviously there's more now just because people have seen a platform for it, but like, like, I didn't go back and look at this. Like, what was your first video, if you remember, or first thing you did that was like that blew up, and you're like, "Holy, you know what? Like, this actually could yeah. be a thing." Or like, "Oh my god, two hundred, three hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, whatever it was, people actually just watched me make whatever." That's right. Yeah. Well, that's exactly that's exactly right. So um, I say every, almost every time I do any type of like speaking engagement, like I'm not Kim Kardashian, so. You know, I, I never expected to have like any type of real, you know, success on, you know, in, in the social media world. Like I thought, yeah, maybe there's a cooking show or something eventually if I really work hard. But um, yeah, I'm not I'm not your prototypical like I'm not super young. So um, about to be 30 years old. But um, so, yeah, no, it's 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 strange. But going back, I think um, when the pandemic was kind of like in full swing or actually like just starting out that tiger king documentary came out and okay. um i had like gotten kind of like a cold or i don't know maybe i even got covid but like back then there was like no testing there was not mm -hmm. even masks like there was nothing so like if you had gotten sick you're just supposed to like stay home from work so i stayed home from yeah yeah so i stayed home from work for like two weeks and like two three days like went by and i was like feeling like perfectly healthy so I had um, just like was like, what am I going to do for the next like whatever? Uh, as a chef, you don't get a ton of time off and I'm just like used to working. So I I just decided to start like making like a fight, like live fire um, cooking videos outside because I was just, like okay. kind of bored. And I had um, taken this big, thick uh, pork chop that we had that I had like in the freezer or something. And I put uh, 
like tiger stripes with two different marinades on it and played like the tiger king audio it was like right when the tiger king was like the biggest thing in pop culture um couldn't like go anywhere or couldn't go um five minutes without hearing about it so i just had some like tiger king audio like one of his songs or something and it feels weird how how this i mean it's been so long since we've been talking about tiger king but that was like the first video that got maybe 40 50k or something within you know a, a day or whatever and that was to me you know okay. i had instagram and stuff and like i would get maybe 20 50 likes or something so it was like way this i was like okay something's up with this like let me yeah you went to a different world than you thought yeah you know, yeah. yeah yeah so i was like so then like i was like okay well everyone's like talk- i'm a big joe rogan fan so i took like okay. he makes like elk and jalapenos all the time he used to at least um so i just like made that dish and like put some of his audio over this over the track or over the video and like that went like i think i got like a million views or whatever so yeah it was just it was just like a a snowball effect like i just became obsessed with trying to figure out how to do that again and uh, we've we've been able to do it a bunch of times so it's been it's been fun no no it sounds fun making food and getting getting views and, and engagement that's awesome but yeah. uh, like you said you're almost at a million or nine you're at nine hundred seventy thousand on tiktok almost at a million you, mm-hmm. you don't have to spoil it but do you have anything like planned when you get to a million because i'm you're gonna get there eventually. <laughs> you said a well, fifty thousand flower a week you're gonna get to a million in the next yeah, in a month or something like that. Yeah, but I've only gained like fifty thousand followers in this last week. It's just it's an outrageous amount of people. Yeah. Um, like there had been days where I've I've gained like when TikTok was just starting to like go crazy back in the day, and I was there was only a handful of cooking creators. I think there was like a day when I went viral with a video, and I think I had gained like fifty, literally like hundreds of thousands of followers like in a week. Um, okay. Holy so cow. like 50 some thousand followers, like in the peak days, um, uh, which is just outrageous. But, um, I, it's in the last year I've had a pretty, 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 pretty big stunt in growth. I think I've only gained like a hundred K, which of course is phenomenal, but like, you know, I had gained so much following so fast, um, that, you know, I want to kind of continue in that trajectory, but it doesn't always work like that. I, I had a plan to have like a kind of a big party here in Buffalo for yeah. to, once I hit a million. Uh, and I thought I'd have a little bit more time because it's taken me so long to get to 900 K. Mm-hmm. So once I passed, I think I was at 864. So big shout out to my friend, Peter's pasta, who's a massive TikToker and a okay. great friend. I was on the phone with him and I was like, Hey man, I'm about to hit 900 K. I'm at like eight, eight ninety four or six. He's like, oh, you could hit that today. And I was like, yeah, maybe it's, you know, that's not, it's a lot of followers in one day. So um, I had posted and it, it it happened to go super viral. And yeah, it was like a week ago and I posted a bunch more this week. And yeah, so now I'm up to like 970. So it's just fast. It's crazy how, how fast it can go sometimes. Yeah, because I think I looked last week. It was like eight something because I was like. Exactly, you know, yeah. <laughs> I was running my notes like eight something and then I go. And now it's at nine. 970 which is which is on yeah which is unreal what's up dan kelly buffalo blitz let's go man dan kelly conflict of interest tuesday nights with akeem so tuesday nights guys it's a little debate show dylan's coming in man could i tell you i'm a huge buffalo fan dylan i'm gonna take your word for it man i think you're a bills fan i'm assuming <laughs> you're coming i don't know man i, I don't know but I, I think i think you're a bills fan man appreciate guys the comments keep going um Best Bills of all time, Andre Reed, Josh Allen, Jim Kent, Kelly, and I can keep going. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Lumping Josh Allen in there. So it's I don't know. We'll we'll see one day. We'll see one day. In the second half of the show, guys, we'll get into a little more Buffalo Bills talk, obviously. But so sticking on the food train, what like is your favorite thing to make? Because when I watch, I've watched your videos sometimes. I when I, I follow you on TikTok, when I watch your videos, and you always for some reason, like on my for you page, you come up when I I'm like about to go to bed i'm like just scrolling through tiktok yeah. right and you come up and like, damn it it's like 12 30 i'm hungry now i'm not gonna go eat something like, <laughs> yeah so like obviously that has that's an intrigue of the food tiktok because you make people hungry which is a good thing people keep coming back but like what is like is your favorite thing to make when it comes to food or easiest thing just something that like you like yeah to make consistently? for sure i mean that was kind of the thing like i was working in like these fine dining restaurants and making all this crazy food and I just had gotten, got like, 
I just kind of like got sick of the whole thing, like the industry, everything like about it. I just was like, this doesn't feel like me. And I just, uh, I had started like getting super interested in pizza and like wings and stuff that I wanted to eat. Like that's the stuff that I like the most. I don't, I, I would, I honestly would rather go and get like a great slice of pizza and have a good time than just like go to a fancy restaurant. I still love like fine dining and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, but um, it's just not really my personality and my style anymore. And um, so, yeah, man, making pizzas, uh, you know, and make, making wings and stuff like that's what I truly want. Uh, and when I crave it so much, I eat it so much. So that's really what I like to, to make the most. Like I, I got a little pizza tattoo just cause oh. like, yeah, it's just, it's just something that I was like, you gotta like be authentic and, and, mm-hmm. and not really just in content, but just like in your life, you know? So I was like, not wanting to be like this fancy pretentious, like chef, you know, like what you see on TV, yeah. Yeah. which is what I thought I wanted to be. Uh, and I think it's a little bit about just growing up or whatever, but I was like, yeah, I would like make all this food. And that was like what I pretended I was so happy doing. And then I would like, you know, go out at night and get a McDonald's cheeseburger, you know? So it was like, you know, just trying to be true to myself a little bit. And that's, that's, that's what it ends up being, I think. Yeah. That's a good thing about TikTok. I'm assuming like you can do your own content, right? Like you could, obviously you have stuff you probably know, like, you know what, if I make this type of video, it gets more views. If I make this type of food, it gets, but at the end of the day, it's literally up to you. You can make, yeah, you can make, you can make, you can make a frozen pizza if you really want it. Like it's, it's up to you. Like sure. whatever you want to do, it's your channel, yeah. but, that's how deep part. Too. That's probably what drew you to TikTok too, is and being coming like a creator, in the sense yeah. that you, because you said you want like you make whatever the heck you want. Right. Well, it was so funny because on Instagram I would post all these like crazy like overhead shots of like yeah. beautifully plated food. Well, beautifully, you know, to the best of my ability. Um, but then I would be like, yeah, whatever. Nobody's gonna like that. You know, I was just like, mm-hmm. I was just trying to be impressive, and and it was like. And then TikTok, I was like, I don't care what, you know, I don't care who, who thinks I'm cool. Like, we're just going to make delicious looking foods and delicious, like, you know, like when, when I pull the pizza slice off of like from the rest of the pie, like it looks like, you know, the cheese is like, you know, that cheese pull and, or like the wings are super saucy. Like people are like, damn, that, that looks good. And I think that's cool. Makes people freaking hungry at 1230 at night. (laughs) That's exactly what it does. Like how long, like when you record your TikTok, obviously you're making stuff. How many, like, like how long does a normal like TikTok, obviously the video is 30 seconds to a minute or whatever it is, right? But how long is that actual process of like preparing, like you're preparing obviously all the stuff, all the ingredients, all that stuff, but then obviously filming, making, like how long does that take? Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a small part. Like that's the fun part of what I do. Like a pizza, like those videos that just went viral, all those like pizza bread videos I was doing. Yeah. Like it takes oh my me... god, you you keep popping those out like it's like wild. <laughs> yeah, well they're delicious, man, and 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 and, and, the, and and the internet loves it, so I'm just get, giving it to it. So, um, yeah, that's like takes like a half an hour. You know, it's like there's not a tremendous amount of labor that goes into like mm-hmm. the actual producing of content. So like, yeah, it makes a video. You know, the video takes me a half an hour to like film, and then maybe it takes me. 20 minutes to edit right so it's like less than an hour total it's it's like the behind the scenes the business stuff that's hard not hard but more laborious like yeah. calling you know doing because i do everything so I, I run my all my business myself so it's like the sales the marketing uh you know even cleaning up my studio or whatever all that stuff is is all me which it's a small business I, it's all on you yeah i like but that's what takes me yeah. you know that's I'll, I'll i'll film 140 you know one you know, hour, hour and a half video or whatever. And I'll, and that'll be an eight or nine hour day because I'm, you know, I'm just like trying to figure this all out, like doing a bunch of sales and calls and, you know, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the business part that takes, I think a lot of my time. Dylan's coming in, go bills, go bills. So he's saying he's a Thurman Thomas signed helmet and jersey. You have any, you got any signed jersey, signed helmet, signed. I have, <laughs> I only, I have too many I, stuff right behind Oh no, this way. Sign, that. Josh Allen's uh, helmet. Excuse me. That's that's yeah. sweet. Um, yeah. No, I actually uh, I don't have anything signed, but I have um, uh, Gabe Davis. It's like a I don't want to say a friend of mine, but he follows the channel and stuff. Okay. And um, uh, I don't know. He's like a big. He's like getting on TikTok or whatever. So yeah, he's on I TikTok like a lot. A, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did like a a challenge. I was like, if 
I, I knew he would. Oh, I saw. I was going to ask for yeah. that. How many, you ate, was it 50 wings? 30. I was supposed to. I was supposed to, but I ended up eating like 20. Uh, 20. Just 20, 20 or 20, 28 or what you said? No, it was just 20. I, I, I had to tap out. That's still a ton. Nah, I mean, I, I probably could have done better, but uh, it just wasn't my day. But um, I he, he was super cool about it. And he, yeah. he ended up sending sending me a, a signed jersey uh he, he oh. actually just got a me- message from the other day like he they just sent it out or something so uh big shout out to, to gabe davis i appreciate you all the support no that's dope i have too many. i don't have anything like signed stuff like i i, uh, I have i've done too many. a bunch of stuff and i've met a lot of the bills and stuff but i just haven't i, I don't know. i try not to be like yeah well yeah i try I, to act cool which i don't <laughs> it's like you know I, it's hard because like i'm a huge fan but like you try to act cool, so like, cause I'm sure like when a lot of they like, a lot of times when they when they meet people and stuff, like people are like jumping down that throat, like, uh, you need to come to my restaurant, or like you need to like, can you please sign this, or like, you would love my you would love my daughter or whatever, right? Like, so there's always like all this like, yeah, they probably like like the like just being a normal person. Yeah, they probably I just enjoy. try to. Yeah, I just try to like act cool a little bit, so <laughs> I don't uh, like scare them away. I guess I've, I think I've spent too much money on sign stuff. I'm a big well, sign, I, sign I stuff. have a lot of like stuff. There's no doubt about it. But I, uh, I, I actually will wait. I have to be way better this year about not buying as much stuff because uh, last year was last year was tough. Last year was tough. I <laughs> I spent way too much money. I got too many jerseys. <laughs> I got too many sign stuff. Too many frames. Yeah. Stayed. But nah, it's the Bills. What's it's up, it. Jim? Appreciate you coming in. As always, I appreciate you coming every Wednesday, man. A loyal listener, loyal follower. Last question when it comes to the food department. Um, oh, actually, no. Second to last question. I want to talk about the Dawson. I forgot to put this on my banner thing. Uh, you won't see this come up. But Dawson Knox, you had you made wings with Dawson Knox, correct? Yeah. Yeah. How, how, how cool is that? Like, that must have been awesome. Yeah, it was, like, surreal. You know, it's like. Anytime I meet any of these guys, it's like a surreal moment. It's just like, um, you know, I like I said, you just try to act cool or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I was like, kind of like shake, like you know, like kind of shook yeah, about it. But yeah, like, yeah. Dude, dude, I'll tell you, like him and Eric Wood and like um, uh, uh, any of them that I've met. Um, I can't think. Um, Reed Ferguson. Okay. Um, okay. Um, all of them that I've met have just been like, I swear to God, like the most stand up, regular, just great dudes. Um, I, I've never had any experiences like with anyone that was like weird or like, you know, like that they you felt like you're talking to like some celebrity or something. So like, yeah. um, but yeah, making the making them with Dawson Knox was like it was so cool. Like the dude is just a great dude, and what he does like for the the local charities. Uh, it's called Punt Pediatric Cancer. It's like a, an amazing mm-hmm. charity that helps with like, you know, kids that get cancer. It's like a yeah. tough thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does a lot with them, and they they support like they're a great charity. Feel like if anyone's watching this, please like go check them out. Um, but they're they're awesome, and he's great. And uh, it was cool, man. He was a, such a great dude, and he was like, you know, he was like, you know, tossing the wings with me and stuff. So it was it was awesome. Like he he was he was great. I, I'd love to have him back on on the channel. And obviously it was for obviously helped a good cause and all that stuff, which is which is awesome. Um final question when it comes to food. So I'm I'm originally from I'm not from Buffalo, so everybody that don't come kill me in the comment section. I'm from originally from Westchester, New York. And I am from Westchester, <laughs> not originally. I, I'm still live in Westchester, New York, but I'm a Bills fan. Obviously, you said you're originally from Brant, New York, but yeah, but it's just uh suburb yes, of Buffalo. Yes, so. obviously, yes. Best places to eat in Buffalo could be wings. Obviously, there's a ton of wings. Yeah. Like somebody that's listening is like, you know what? I'm going October whatever to the Bills versus yeah. the Bills Steelers game, Columbus Day weekend, right? And I'm from, I'm from Mississippi, right? For example, and I want to, I'm there for two days. Where am I going to eat? Like any recommendations? Anything like that? Wings could be, could be any type of food. Doesn't really yeah, matter. Best place to eat in Buffalo. Yeah, man, that's that's a tough one because there's so many different things. But I would say. Like if I have a guy, like if I have a friend come out of town, it it kind of depends on what we're like type of experience we're looking for. But I'd say like if you're coming to Buffalo maybe for the first time, I think it is important to try the original Duffs on Sheridan. Um, it's not the everyday go to wing spot, but it's kind of like the most 
nostalgic feels original wing. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would probably go to 911 Tavern, which is in South okay. Buffalo. And that is kind of like the best wing where like the locals all like say is kind of the best wing. And that's what I think. People think it's Bar Bill, which is very good, but it's the best is uh, besides the ones that I make, uh, of, course, yes, uh, of course, the ones you could buy are, are at uh, 911 Tavern. Um, they're phenomenal. Bar Bill's very good. Um, there's a lot of, ton there's a ton of good wings here in Buffalo. Um, I would try, I would probably try a Picasso's pizza. I would say Ooh, is pretty good. That's, a, that's but also a little shout out. That's an official sponsor built in Buffalo. Really, really, yeah. We awesome. still have to still get the read coming out. We haven't got that yet. I haven't got that information down on my desk That's yet. Sweet. But yeah, we're That's officially Picasso's Pizza sponsor. That's awesome. So they're very good. Out they're very, yeah, they're very good. Uh, but there's another pizza shop. It's called Maria's Pizza. Okay. It's out by. That's the best. I think the best pizza, probably on planet Earth. It's um, it's it's out in Angola. So you got to go to the beach, uh, in Buffalo. But it's it's not a far drive from Buffalo. But it's the greatest pizza like on planet earth is Maria's pizza. Um, Angola, New York, shout out Pigman road, shout out Lakeshore. That's where I'm from. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's that, that's the pizza and wing game. And then if I have a friend that's coming in and like, dude, there's so many amazing, like just straight restaurants and straight up restaurants in Buffalo, we would go to like the Grange or something. Like there's a okay. bunch of cool There's a bunch of cool spots, but, um, yeah, man. There's a there's two ton. There's a ton of cool restaurants here in Buffalo. It's hard to even oh, narrow yeah. it down, I mean, man. Every major city. So like when of I went course, up, to, course. I've been to one Bills game. I've been up to Buffalo once when I was in 2019. Went to the Bills Titans game with Stephen Hauschka, game winning field goal. So that was rookie year, Josh Allen. And I went to yeah. I went to, I went to Duff's. I went to Duff's and I went to Anchor Bar. Those are the two places. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's definitely like people like, people like I went on Google because I I have no family from Buffalo. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, you know what I mean. It's like yeah. I'm a, I've been a Bill since I was a fan since I was little, very little. But it's not like I grew up in Buffalo or family from Buffalo. So it was me doing it was me going on Google and Anchor Bar. Was, I loved Duff, Duff's was good and I loved Anchor Bar. But obviously I heard Bar Bills good, like you said, nine eleven Tavern. But Anchor Bar yeah. Anchor Bar was very good. It was crowded like on a Saturday, like at two o'clock. But it was yeah. it was awesome and I enjoyed it. And I just wanted the yeah. experience. No, and that's a cool thing too. Like I don't know, people give me give me crap sometimes because there's a lot of locals that believe like Ducks and Anchor Bar is like like touristy type of thing. And it's like I don't really care. I mean, um I was I, I think the, the well, that's true. <laughs> but the original Ducks is good, like the wings they make are good. Um it's not my necessarily my favorite spot, but it's yeah, like okay. if you're in Buffalo, I, I definitely would check out that. It's got to be the original Duffs, though. Like that one is different. Um, don't know like where. Ten of them. You probably went to the one in Orchard Park. I would near the stadium, mm, but yeah. um, it was actually a little more of a hike outside the stadium. So oh, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully it was the original one. I feel like, like, like I had to try. Like, I feel like I had to say I tried Duffs. Like I feel like I, you know yeah, what I mean. Like, what yeah. I, like, like if you're from Buffalo, like you don't want to go to Duffs, but it's like I'm not from Buffalo. Like that was like no, and, and I think like, people, I'm from I New York. The... I'm from New York, but I'm six and a half hours, seven hours from yeah. Buffalo, so it just wasn't a thing for me. And Anchor Bar was good. I want to try Bar Bill because I know people. You go on, yeah. I think there's a ton of good places. I feel like you can no, go on Google and it's crazy. And you'll be, it's, I think you'll be fine wherever you want. I know people would yeah. be like, oh, you got to go here, you got to go here. And I feel like everyone that's from Buffalo has a different answer. So you're gonna get, you're gonna get twenty yeah. different places. You're gonna be like, well, I got two days. What, what am I gonna do? Yeah. yeah. How many wings can I eat? That's yeah. another thing too. It's just like you can anywhere that serves pizza usually has pretty good wings. Uh, okay. You know, any bar has like okay. I mean, you're you're gonna come into town and go to a local bar or something and have probably pretty good wings uh um if you're like in or around the city uh they just you know they kind of do it they they do it how we are supposed to do it um and even like real bad like spots that have kind of bad wings are, are they're better than most places like yeah. if you go you know it's like if you're getting a new york slice in new york like if you go to a new york pizza del you know pizza shop in like you know uh you know illinois it's not you know it's not going to be the same so. no no exactly Bills Myers coming in. Say, let's get some chef. What's up, Bills Myers? Appreciate you coming in. Jim's flying up from Alabama to catch a home game in the winter. Jim, what game are you going to, man? Drop in the comments. And Jim, maybe Jim was the example I was talking about coming up from Mississippi, but he's coming up from Alabama to catch nice. a game. What, Jim, what game are you catching? And Dylan, 
I'd give anything to actually go to a game. You, you'll get there, man. You'll you'll get to a game. It's an experience. Hopefully, <laughs> you can get there. Obviously, you get to see the new stadium in 2026, but get there before the new stadium comes out just to have the experience yeah, of cool. Orchard Park. And obviously, obviously, it's Highmark Stadium, but originally Ralph Rich Stadium, Ralph Wilson Stadium, New Era, right. all, all the different names. So you get up there. It's an, it's an experience. And I know people listening know more than I do, and obviously, you know more than I do. But the one game I went to was an experience that I would never forget, and I want to go back as – as soon as possible for this season. So with that being said, we're gearing towards more last half hour guys. Comment sections open. I know it's the summer, so I appreciate everyone that is tuning in as always. You can find it on Apple podcasts and Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts tomorrow morning. Um, you don't have to listen to a, the morning shows. You got us because we got no commercials. And then you have, obviously you can rewatch us on Facebook, on Twitter and on YouTube as always, but we're going to, we're gonna we're gonna gear towards more of the football side of the thing. So Sweet. start with you, my man. Expectations for the 2022, obviously 2022, 2023 season, but expectations for the upcoming season after 11 and six regular season, and then obviously the wild card beatdown of New England, but then the absolute gut wrencher of a game against Kansas City. So what are your expectations for the upcoming season? Yeah, come on. <laughs> what am I gonna say? I mean, I, I think it was a Super Bowl. Ca- it's a Super Bowl caliber team. Um, 100%, I think, yeah. you know, I think a- anything can happen. Uh, but I think it's just great, man. Uh, I grew up with the Bills stinking, so like they yeah. stunk forever, man. So I, I'm uh, even after that Chiefs game, like ten minutes after the game, I used to do like live, uh, like live streams during the games. Okay. Um, I'm, I wasn't upset just because, like, it's amazing mm-hmm. to have uh, a championship caliber team that's playing a phenomenal football. We're the city is, I'll speak for everyone, even these, like, you know, armchair quarterbacks that make, you know, that are losers. We are all proud <laughs> of the Bills, man. So I, I personally think this year is, is with, with, the, with the roster and everything. And and everything seems to be in place to win the championship. Uh, Von Miller is kind of seems to me like that's kind of like the maybe the icing on the cake. Yeah. And then obviously the, the the changes that have happened in our division, um, or you know our conference uh, with with the Chiefs and stuff. Um, I think the division will be a little bit more competitive. Um, yeah, it should. But be I, yeah. I I presume we're going to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, but hey. It's football, man. Anything can happen. So, and like obviously, people criticize you. Lose to the Chiefs. You lose to the Chiefs like the year before in the AFC Championship game. Better than the drought. Anything's better than the drought. So, like, <laughs> yeah, can, this is this is a new brand of football. But like when you analyze the Bills, and obviously, like when they lost to the Texans in the playoff in the wild card round, you're like, okay, it was our first. Obviously, they made against the Jaguars, but that team was a little more of just a. Uh, just they had a good roster. It was kind of more of a stopgap team, I would say. And then obviously the year, the year after they struggled, but that was because they were kind of redoing the whole roster and all that stuff. So Breen and McDermott wanted to get their guys in and kind of shape the roster how they wanted. But when you lost to the Texans in the wild card round, you're like, you know what? This team, obviously, they probably should have won that Texans game no matter what, but it was Josh Allen's second year and it was all that stuff. So the expectations weren't that high, right? And you still had Tom Brady in New England. Yeah. Like you yeah. weren't a favorite to win the division. The following year – when you lost in the AFC Championship game, you you were I think or I think you overachieved. I honestly think you a little bit the Bills. You guys, I'm a Bills fan, so we overachieved. We overachieved a little just because obviously our division was weak with uh, with Tom Brady being gone, but the team was great and they just weren't ready for the Chiefs. And I think the past year, they just it was their first year they had a bullseye on them, like they had there was a target on them this past year. Like this was the first time they actually like expectations are insane. And I don't think they were ready for that. I don't think they were ready for that expectation because they lost a couple games that this team should have won. Week one against the Steelers. They got beat down by the Colts. They lost to the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Like, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. They the game with the weather. All that stuff. This year's team feels a little different. Like, they've been to the AFC uh, Championship game. They've been to the division. Yeah. But the AFC Championship game, like, that was the first year when they were a legit contender. This past year, they were. I don't think they were ready. This team is like, you know what? It's put up a shut-up time, and I think expectations are extremely high. They have the best odds on Vegas, according to Vegas, to win the Super Bowl. So the expectations yeah. can't get higher than they are. That's like right. Said, Von Miller coming into like that added piece where they have missed that elite pass rush. They've been okay at the pass rush, 
but they've missed that elite pass rush. Like, I think this is not, I would say put up a shut up time because people are like the window. I've, I've no, read it's on our Twitter. time. No, like, it's like, our like time. people like the window was closing. Like, I don't believe that anytime Josh Allen is fully healthy and on our team and playing at the level he is playing right now, you're going to have a chance, right? That's as simple yeah, as that. Obviously, I, as you get, as you get right. older, the window dwindles, but it's not like it's dwindling after this year. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I think another, another thing to consider is like teams always peak at some point. And like, I think, you know, and la- I mean, it's great that we have some of these players that like are adored here in Buffalo are like long-term players, um, you know, Diggs and Allen. Um, but like, hey, it, t- it takes a full football team to be, to, to win, to win the Super Bowl. It's like, 100%. you just, you, you know, I, it seems like, we're building like that winning culture and everything that's super important. Um, I think this is kind of the year the, to do it though, because I, I think the chiefs, they're still kind of the team to beat right now for us. It feels like hundred percent, hundred percent, even though they lost. And, and maybe, and maybe in the whole NFL, I mean, maybe in the whole NFL, I mean, I think they're still kind of the team to really beat. Uh, I, if, I feel like that, but maybe it's just because I'm, I'm you know, I'm here. <laughs> uh, but I, I think that they haven't necessarily gotten better. Well, I, it's hard to say, but since last year, I mean, just in the well, off season. Well, they lost Tyreek Hill to Miami, so they. Well, that's that's right. I, but I, I don't know what, you know, how they really did in the draft. They drafted okay, but like they're still not the same. The weapons aren't. This is the right. Since we've had like legit competition with them in the playoffs and regular season, this is their worst. I guess receiving core and their defense right. hasn't been anything special. Like we saw Josh well, right. more about their defense. It's if our defense can stop them, and people forget Tre'Davious White did not play in that right, right, that's divisional right. That's game. Right. That game, I'm not saying we win the game. Actually, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, no, there could I have been could have been some big plays that top five corner in the NFL. Right, <laughs> you're, no, you're missing huge, a top five man. corner, but that happened. And that, yeah, well, that's exactly right. And that's why you know I say like anything can happen. It's a football game, so. Um, but no, I'm super ex- I, to be honest, I'm just excited. Uh, oh God, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm you know super it's stoked. 50 it's 50 days from th- that Thursday, That's right? It's 50 days, so we're 50 days out, guys, from week one for the Bills training camp. Rookies are already reported, but you can't get access to like the reporters can't get access to that until yeah. Saturday, where the veterans report preseason is. I don't know, 30-something days away, something like that. That's football. I'll go watch the preseason game. I'll be here talking yeah. about it every Wednesday, so I'll be talking about that. <laughs> but, yeah, Jim right. might be everybody. Man, we've been through too much. Four straight Super Bowl losses. Obviously, it wasn't a lie for that. Thank, thank God. Um, illegal forward pass in the Music City Miracle, which I agree was an illegal forward pass. And then 13 seconds, it's time now or never. Yeah, the Bills fans have been th- – look, I wasn't what – you, where you were you born? You were you – were, you were, you remember the, not, the Music City Miracle? Not really. I mean, I was born in 92. So you missed the Super Bowl. I, I never, ever remember them being good. Like, remember them being good. Uh, okay. I watched some of the old games and stuff, but I never remember the Bills being good. Um, okay. I remember the hype, man. There was some hype years uh, when, see. like, T.O. came to Buffalo and stuff. I, re- I remember T.O. <laughs> Buffalo because I had a Wheaties box. Of T.O. Oh, that's sweet. But I was, what year was I? Like, oh, sweet. yeah. I was, I was, no, I was like 2010 or 8, right? I was 9. <laughs> Something like that. It was like, uh, it was, like I remember it. I, I remember him on the box, but it's not like I can, like, you know what? He remember a certain play because I was 8 or 9. You don't remember. No, I, yeah, it was like one pretty bad season. And, um, yeah, I remember there being some, like, little hype things, but I don't ever remember them being good. Uh, no. No. And and the and the Sabers we had and like I know I don't you probably don't want to get too deep into it but it's just no. like we've had no. really poor uh, beyond the band it's like we've had some poor poor sports uh, performances here in the last you know decade or whatever so um, or more than that so um, you're what yeah. hold on yeah. one sorry yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Um, yeah. but uh yeah so but no it's it's just great he's right I mean it's now or never so. Uh, it's it's not now or never, but it's it's now. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, like like look, is it now? Maybe for Jordan Poyer to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, is it now for Josh Allen? No, because he'll be here for a long time. But obviously, we want to win multiple. Once you get the first one, you're like now you get greedy and you want to keep winning. Um, 
Sorry, Jim. Did not want to make you feel old at all, Jim. Graduated in 92. Yeah, Sorry. so he remembers some great bills, man. The yeah, great Jim, bills. you graduated in 92. I was born in 2001, just to make you feel young again. Um, <laughs> for, Yeah, the expectations. Sorry about that, Jim. But the expectations for you know, like the 2022-2023 season. Look, it's not Super Bowl bust, but it's expectations is win a Super Bowl. Like that's expectations. Yeah, it feels, You've already it feels like that. Like you're already proven to win the two. You want back-to-back AFCs. Like you're the best team in the AFCs. Obviously, like the Dolphins got better with Tyreek Hill. The roster got better. The Jets got better. But AFCs, AFCs loaded. But the good thing about the AFC, and the biggest thing when I talk about like expectations for the 2022 season, my biggest thing is obviously I want the Bills to win the division. Like you, you start with winning the division because that gets you a top four seed. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're past it at this point. That'd be a major disappointment yeah. if they don't win the division. My thing is because the new playoff format the last couple of years seven teams only the one seed gets the buy right and you get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. yeah that's Bills, huge. getting home field advantage should be the goal in the regular season you get that yes. one seed, one you're you avoid the wild card weekend right like you don't have to deal with an upset you don't have to play the two seven game the three six or the four five like you avoid a game which is huge you get an extra week's rest the bills are mm. proving they can win in the playoffs and then every game minus the super bowl will be in buffalo i think that that changes Everything, like depending yeah. on who you play, like you play the Chargers, they're com- they're not they're coming to Buffalo in the AFC Championship game, and it's twenty it's degrees. They're not. It's not happening for the Chargers. You're an indoor yeah, team, it's a game. A California team. I think Bills playing at home should be the goal to get that one seed, yeah. and that probably record has to be minimum thirteen and four. Like the minimum record has to be thirteen and four. Fourteen and three probably gets you that one seed. I just think just because the AFC West would beat each other up. Because you have the Raiders, all four of those teams can make the playoffs because how good the AFC West is. Right. AFC South is Colts and Titans, then nothing special. And then the AFC North is like the same thing. Like the Ravens, and obviously what happens with Deshaun Watson is very important with the Browns. But the Steelers are always competitive. And then the Bengals just went to the Super Bowl. Like those teams might beat each other up, which give the Bills a chance to go 14 3, 13 4, and get that one seed, which changes, guys, everything. You get that one seed and get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Yeah. And yeah, and like, you know, I, I think about it like this. It doesn't matter what I say. I'm just a fan. But uh, I, it does seem like when you say Super Bowl or bust, it does seem like that's kind of labeled on winning organizations, you know, like yeah. Lakers championship or bust, you know. Yeah, uh, Lakers, you know, Yankees, even, all that stuff. Yes. Big franchise. So, yeah, and, and I think that's just what we're becoming. So I, I think, to be it's honest, I mean, I think we have – I think we're a Super Bowl caliber team for the next couple of years. Uh, you know, so well, uh, but I think this this year, you know, with Von Miller, you know, and and you know, I don't exactly know what's going to happen with, like you said, with Poyer. There's always players, you know. So there's always players. You we did an episode like two weeks ago. You said like, there's always players. You just like we talked about who we're going to resign, who we're not, because you can't resign everyone. So there's going to be players like you, like, right? You let go, right. but yeah, right. no, this it's it's like I said, like this is the first year I think expectations are super high but like, i think they're actually ready for it like i don't think last year they were and i think the year before there was there were new newcomers to the block even though they made the playoffs yeah. against the texas but they were a legit team like a contender yeah. team with josh allen breaking out but like last year they weren't ready for it. i think this is the year where like they got all their you know what and all the you know what yeah. von I mean, miller you know what? a veteran presence who's won two super bowls like he knows right. how to do how you know how to win two bowls. He's won with right. one with the Broncos and one with the Rams. He's also trying to become the first player ever in NFL history to win three Super Bowls with three different teams. Like that's is that right? Yeah, that would, that would be he'd the, be the first player ever to win a Super Bowl with three different teams. So oh, I didn't, we, I didn't hopefully we that. give him that. Hopefully we give that's, him that. Let's do it. And that's oh, why he came here. So with the yeah. expectations for the 2022 season, there's also a little bit of a there's always concerns. It's a National Football League. There's no perfect team. So obviously. It could be training, but any anything that concerns you for the upcoming season could be it doesn't have to be crazy. It could be coaching staff, could be injuries, could be a player, could yeah, be that's schedule, it. So all you, that stuff. You hit it. You hit it for me. It's like there, you, you know, it's 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 football. It's like injuries happen, Sports. and uh, happen. you know, it totally can <laughs> derail a team. Um, so, but I, I'm confident in the guys that we have. That you know, we have good training staff and stuff like that. So. But yeah, that's it, man. That's the, my number one concern is like, I don't think we really struggle anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, you know, I don't think, you know, the cornerback position, people talk about cornerback. The, the trade of white injuries, probably the people's number one like concerns on their bulletin board. 
Like, yeah, the <laughs> cornerback position, or even potentially like, I, I think Singletary was is fine. I think, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you know, for, for to have to have him in the running back role. Um, but like I said, I don't know X's and O's to be honest. I'm a big fan of it, but I I I don't have a. There's no potential weak spots in the team. A hundred percent. Like I, I, I don't. You, you don't exactly know of you know, um, you know, Dayball. I think was was you know, solid, solid for us. Um, so I'm sure there's some transitional things, but I, I don't think it's, it's not like bringing in a new head coach. I, I think we'll no, be, no. you know, you it's, know. An, it's a familiar face in the organization. And, you know, I, I don't have m- many real concerns at all about the team, the structure of it or, or players or anything like that. Uh, I think it's a great, a great football team that uh, built here in Buffalo. And uh, I think, you know, just any, anything that, that could happen. I think that's the kind of stuff that's like, concerning me it feels like there's a lot of pressure on the season just because it last the oh. way it all ended last year i think a lot of people think you know that the bills might have went on to the super bowl uh if they if they could have beat the chiefs um but i i don't know I'm, I'm one of those people I, I i think so too but like i said i, I don't know i'm just yeah you can't play I'm that just game. excited I, i'm super excited about the season but like i don't have i don't have a ton of concerns about it but like that's the kind of stuff that like it just sucks, man. You see people get injured and stuff, and you hate to see it. Yeah, like the biggest thing for most people in probably mine, and like guys, anybody in the comment section, any concerns you guys got? We got another about 15 minutes after the show. You can drop your comments. Um, but people's concerns are like the Tredavious White injury because like he tore his ACL back and yeah, you know, how he like, comes back, right? Yeah, like, and even like the because there's no we ha- nobody's really like the media hasn't spoken to Tredavious White like since the injury. Like there's no and the first time he'll people be able to speak to him will be either Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. So when training right. can kick off. And the thing is with the people. Is he even going to be working out, you think? I don't know. Like that that's right, the, right I'm gonna get that. Like the biggest thing is the what the unknowns with Tradavius White because yeah, sure. people say some people were like, you know what, he could be back week one. He might be back week five. Like when Tradavius White comes back and when he comes back and how he comes back is the biggest probably what if and the concern on the team. Like if he comes back fully healthy and totally fine week one, then the Bills are off and running. But you go well, into week one without your Davis White, you have the rookie Kyrie Elam, and then you have Dane Jackson. And then Jackson, against, right. against Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson. That's a tough Rams offense. Yeah. So that's yeah, the biggest thing. Like, with- like if next week we come out, Davis I take the timetables week one or week two, right? Bills fans are. That's is that cool. right? I thought there was no. We don't. Like, we don't know. That was, like, we don't know. Some there's okay. been there's been outlets saying like he could become week one, week two, really week two, in the week one to four weeks. But then some people like middle of the season. Uh, Chris Godwin, the receiver for the Buccaneers, tore his ACL after Tre'Davious White did. Yeah, and Adam Schefter came out about a week and a half ago saying that he'll be ready for week one. Wow, that's not yeah, I mean, every, obviously every ACL is different. Different. Sure. I mean, it, but you have to be careful. Like, do you put them on the pup list? Like, a pup why? List yeah, why? Yeah, I mean, you be yeah. if you put him on a pup list, he's required. It's either four or six games, but he's required to miss those games. Like, you can't take him. You know what I mean? Like, he won't count towards the active roster. So, how the Bills That's... play with how the Bills play with Davis Wayne, how he comes back is super. That's interesting. interesting. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, hopefully. You know, I don't mean to uh, um, like throw shade on basketball, but like. It seems like basketball they they're, they kind of smartened up almost maybe too much and they're too liberal with how they um like rehab injuries they take like tons of games off and stuff. Oh yeah, now. load management, load management stuff like yeah. that. But like in football, you can't do it that seems like football. they're they're playing with broken necks and fingers well, and backs. It's like well, yeah, it's also that it. different animal football and hockey sure. animals in that aspect. But it's also like there's only well now there's 17 games, but there's only 17 games in the season, sure. right? In the NBA, yeah. you got eighty-two. Like every game no, in the sure, National just... League is. A, I know. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. Look, I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be super careful with Tre'Davious White. I hope so. I, yeah, I hope so. I think they trust. They trust the second. Like they trust the safeties. Like Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer is the best safety duo in the NFL. They're both top ten safeties. Like so, they, that will help the corners. But you have right. Kyrie Lam, who's sure. a rookie, who they believe in a ton. They brought. They kept Dane Jackson. They haven't added a veteran. Which makes me feel they both believe in both of those guys. They yeah, could right. add Joe Hayden, which people have talked about. So I think they'll slowly bring on Tre'Davious White. You never know, but they're not going to just throw Tre'Davious White week one out, not fully healthy. Like that's just not right. It's he's going to be ready to play, 
And I think he wants to play. There's that guy's a super competitor. He loves yeah. football. And I've I've read like he like puts his family on hold during the season just because he loves football. He likes to work out all that stuff. I'm assuming sure. watching that Chiefs game had to be painful for him. Had to be painful. Yeah. Because he knew for sure. Me being in that game. I'm the, one of the best corners in that NFL. I changed that game, and it's he's he's 100% right. He changes that game, so that has to be painful. So he's probably itching to get back on the field. But the biggest thing is, like I'm saying, being back for the playoffs because this Bills team yeah, will be in the playoffs. that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, or even like midseason, you know. Uh, I mean, if they say he's working out but he's not coming back week one, I don't think that breaks that many people's hearts. I think it's like let's get him solid, ready to go, at least, you know, or, you know, midseason is not necessarily the best case scenario, but, um, you know, I think, I think we can win football games without him. 100%. I think he's, I think he's really important. Of course, he's a phenomenal player. Um, but I think people will step up. Like I, I think Dane's great. And he, you know, he felt he's a fan of the channel. Okay. Uh, okay. And Levi Wallace was a big fan of the channel okay. too. Uh, and those guys are great. Um, you know, and I would never speak ill on, on any of the players cause they're all phenomenal athletes. Um, you know, Trey White's uh, an elite level uh, um, athlete. Um, I'm, we're going to, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure we, you know, we'll be ready for him when he comes, but dude, I, I think that there's some, some huge, you know, some, some huge opportunity for guys like Dane and, and, and our, uh, our rookie Kair. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I, yeah. I think, I think it's going to be a, they'll step up for sure. Um, so he's still in the locker room. I'm sure he's, yeah. He's uh he's like giving him some guidance, you know. Jim, I'm gonna be honest with you, week eight won't be cool, man. I'm hoping I'm hoping today this White's coming back before week eight. I'm hoping it's yeah, I'm hoping it's between week one and week four. That's just because I haven't heard anything bad. So it's kind sure. of like the news like where you don't hear anything, you're like your mind kind of wanders. That's why training camp starts to say that's why the biggest thing, like what you hear from this week for training camp, not just Davis White, just anybody on the team, but but Davis White with the injury, like McDermott's going to speak. Bean's going to speak. White's going to speak. I just think the expectations, I'm hoping week one to week four, because if it's week eight, you have to put him on the pup list, and that requires him to miss games because you can't take him off the pup list until the, those games. Mm-hmm. The pup list is even four or six games. I always mess it up. I think it's six games. So if you put a guy on the pup list, it doesn't count towards the active roster. So like you still have – so his roster spot's open to someone else. But like if he's ready halfway through his pup list stint – you can't take them off the pup list until those weeks end. So the Bills have to be uh, very – but if you add him to the active roster and he doesn't play week one, week two, week three, right, then you lose a roster spot because he's taking up yeah. a three-man roster spot. So I'm saying, like, whatever the Bills do with Davis White's going to be fascinating. Like, it's going to be – I don't want to rush him, but if the Bills say he's ready for week one, I trust the Bills staff. Like, I'll, I'll try. Yeah. To, I'll move on. Yeah, no, I, and, like, even people, like, talk about, like like – I don't know if we're like a real punt. We're obviously not a big punt heavy team, but like we went and that uh, Matt, Matt arises. He's a fan of the channel too, which okay. I think is phenomenal. He's great. I, I hope, I, I do hope he gets a spot to be honest, just cause I think he'll it's interesting. I think he'll make the team. Yeah. I mean, he was holding, I think a little bit. That's uh, the biggest thing with Matt Araza, If he can hold, because he's I think better. He wasn't. He yeah. didn't hold in college. He's a better punter than Matt Hawk. Well, because Matt Hawk was, not to speak ill on anybody, but he wasn't. He had a great year. He had a bad year. He didn't. No, he never good I mean, I think he. But he's a yeah, good I mean, holder. I'm... He's a good holder for Tyler Bass. Right, Matter, right. And Tyler I think Matt Ross has been holding behind scenes, like what what he does in training camp. Like I said, people are going to be people. Always find everything what they do in training camp. Like, he has been holding. It seems like they they've been talking about. So, um, I think it's a cool weapon to have the guy that can punt. You know, ninety yards or whatever. Yeah, uh, Hopefully, uh, you don't punt that much, like the like the Patriots, right? Guy. But, but yeah, but you know, it's, it's a, a good part of the game. But well, no, I mean, I, I, our special teams are like, I don't know. I just think, I think we're a very complete team, and oh, yes. um, I, I think Trey White or Trey White coming back in in October mm-hmm. or whenever, I think we'll be all right. Well, like, you know what PFF is, Pro Football Focus. Uh, it's like a, it's like a, it's like an NFL dot com, but they they grade oh, everything. Okay. So they grade oh, okay. everything like, like a letter, like a, like a, you get an eighty-five or an eighty-two. Like okay, it's kind of yep. like school. So they grade every performance from every single player. They grade every draft prospect. Like it's super in depth. And okay, they did. And I don't agree with everything because sometimes they go a little too analytically based and it's all that stuff. But they can. And obviously, you have to do your own research, and you can't sure. take everything they say is correct. But they came out with a list about a week ago, best 
top 10 rosters in the NFL. And they had the Bills as the number one roster in the NFL. Yeah. So the two was Chargers, and I think the three were the Rams. So the Bills have a top five, top three roster. They have one of the best rosters in the NFL. This team is complete enough and ready enough to win the Super Bowl. It's pretty wow. simple like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely excited, man. It's, uh, I don't have, like I said, I don't have huge concerns. I mean, I would say, you know, concern like anybody else and anybody, even like the Lions, you know, they have, I'm sure they're concerned about some injuries too, you know, but, uh, yeah. uh I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be great. I think we're going to, we're going to have some, um, some good like conference games, uh, yeah, this, the schedule, this year the schedule's, the schedule's tough. It's not there's no yeah. it's not it's not a cakewalk. You're gonna, you're no, gonna have to no, battle no. in some games, which is yeah. it's always fun to watch. And obviously, you and like, you like the blowouts. Well, 100. I think we'll have some of those, and I think there's oh, some oddball games. Um, there's always like that one oddball um, game where the Jaguars, you're like oh the Jaguars yeah. or whatever, right? So uh, we're yeah, getting we're getting like blown out uh, by the Colts know, by the Colts. Um, <laughs> You know, but and I think that changes this year. I think that changes this year. I hundred percent think I don't think they'll lose games, obviously. It's the national football league. I don't think they're going right. seventeen and no. Even though yeah. in Vegas today, according to Caesar Sportsbook, they have so there was I forgot the number. There was a certain amount of bets placed on teams going seventeen or not. Fourteen really? bets were placed on teams not including the Bills, right? So fourteen okay. just separate teams. I don't know how many teams which one on in the fourteen to go seventeen and no. 19 bets were placed on the Bills to go 17 and 0, which is <laughs> yeah, nuts. And then 99% of the money line for week one against the Rams is on the Bills, in, on, according to Caesar Sportsbook. Which really? Is unreal to beat the Rams. Money I, line. I don't know anything about like sports betting. Um, yeah, but, but that's 99% of people on a money line against the Rams week one is wow. a lot of people on a money line. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's it's crazy, usually right? like a favorite, usually anywhere from like 70 to 80. Yeah, not ninety nine percent, which is on which yeah, could be man. a good thing or a bad thing. You never know. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm, I'm just excited, man. More than anything, I'm just excited. Of course, of course. Um, before we head out, is there one like Bills player or could be even Bills reporter, Bills celebrity that you want to make wings with, want to make pizza place pizza with? It could be past player, it could be an owner, it could uh, be a GM, it could be a current player. Just like uh, someone you're like, if I get to choose who. I, if I want um, to make wings with her pizza with who? Would yeah. It yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My dog's are going crazy. No worries. Probably, at all. There's probably a dog walking by. No um, worries at all. Yeah. So I would say, um, it's gotta be Josh. I think that's the, sorry, man. <laughs> You're it's gotta good. Be Josh, no worries. Like I, I didn't grow up with like, like the Jim Kelly thing. Um, uh, I met him a couple of times or whatever. Okay, that's cool. Um, I think he's just, Josh is like, doesn't follow the channel yet. Um, you got to get him to uh, follow the channel. That's a big thing. Yeah. Sorry. Come here there. Sorry, man. My dogs are going crazy over here. You, um, you probably see Josh Allen walking down the street. That's what <laughs> Yeah. No, I think that, I think that's it. Like I've, I made them with like knocks and stuff. Um, and I'm going to do a bunch of them. Like a bunch of the players had followed me like in this off season. Um, okay. So I'm definitely going to be doing some more with them um, if they want or whatever. Um, but uh, I would say Josh. I mean, I think he's probably my. It's got to be like. Yeah, he has I, to be the guy. It's kind of a tough one to not say him, just because, like, you know, like I said, man, I don't really remember Thurman Thomas or Bruce Smith. I don't remember mm-hmm. Kemp. I don't remember Marv Levy. I don't remember all these legends. Um, but like, it's it's a tough it's tough to not say Josh Allen. But um, there's some honorable mentions like. Um, I met Paul Puzlesny this like this year. He oh, was really? such a cool dude. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. He was so cool. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah. Um, it's just cool, man. Like that's like one thing not to just like talk about my channel so much, but like that's the coolest part about like having the like the reach that I have. Like I've had some conversations with like you know like um Eric Molds and and Eric, oh, Eric Woods awesome. become a big uh, uh like al- almost a friend of mine. Like you know mm-hmm. uh um there's been so many like players that I've gotten to like meet and like talk to and stuff. And uh, it's just super cool to be able to like have this, um, you know, like it's almost like a VIP fan experience. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't like, I try not to be super like, like fan fanny around that, <laughs> like, like over the top about like, you know, how much of a fan or whatever, but 
it's just super cool that I'm that I'm able to like have these connections, be able to like you know text some of these guys or whatever. Like it's just it's just unreal, man. Yeah, it sounds awesome to be able to make obviously wings with <laughs> Dawson Knox, make food with past and present Buffalo Bills players. But yeah, no, for I sure. Appreciate you coming on the program. Um, I know obviously you got a busy schedule. Everyone has a busy schedule this summer. But before we sign off, where can everyone? I know the TikTok, but once again, if people missed it in the beginning, where can everyone find you? Social yeah. media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, YouTube. Yeah, every, everywhere, uh, everywhere at SubChef. Uh, sometimes there's a little underscore on on IG and Twitter. There's an underscore, but at SubChef you'll find me. Um, if you're a Bills fan, if you like wings and pizza, uh, yeah, it's, I, I think it's a good follow. Um, just there's some good food we're making over there. So, yeah, guys, follow him on social media. As always, follow like you follow me on Twitter, DBSC Peter. I will follow you back. And built in Buffalo, guys, over 50,000 followers on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter on all networks, platforms, and all that stuff. Make sure you guys follow or subscribe to builtinbuffalonews.com. It's our newsletter. We have four or five articles a week. I write for them. We have a lot of great creators. Live shows basically every day of the week. This Saturday, Bill's Ology is back. A Rich, DM3, they're back for the first time in a couple months. So you guys don't want to miss that on Saturday. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m., breaking tables with Epic B and Tampa Neal on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. So you guys don't want to miss that. I'm Peter DiBiase. He was Subchef, guys. I appreciate you guys, everyone tuning in. I know it's the summer, so I appreciate everyone that decided to watch it and comment tonight. You can always rewatch it on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And like Jim says, go Bills, go Bills, Jim. Guys, go Bills. come out in podcast tomorrow form on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and whatever you get your podcast. But I'll be back next week, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. This was the Buffalo Blitz. I'm Peter DiBiase, as always. I'll see everyone next week.